We've been using the oscillator for years, so it's hard to believe that we keep making fails, but it's true. <laughs> yep. uh, we've made all kinds of different failures and mistakes using the oscillator. We hear about them from you guys all the time. Mm -hmm. So today, you can learn from our mistakes. In fact, the whole community's mistakes, so you don't have to. All right, so number one, we hear this all the time. I even thought it for a second. Me too. Uh, but CS hears it all the time, so here it is. Yeah, the mistake is assuming that the oscillator nano is not is cheaper, but when its real purpose is for smaller things. Yeah, nano means nano. And in fact, <laughs> nano actually means 50 gallons or less. And there is one reason for that. It's the internal timer only pumps so much water before it turns off. Yeah, probably not a lot for a big tank to keep up. Yeah, so it also doesn't have the optical eye and stuff on it. It makes it a little less expensive. But note for sure that when it says nano on here, it's because of the amount of water it does, not just because it's cheaper. Number two, there's hidden adjustments. Yeah, and the mistake here is not adjusting the pump speed. So on the 3155, you open up the box and there's a little dial in there. That's an adjustment that you can fine tune for your own tank. Yeah, so for instance, on my tank, I might crank it up just because it runs for quite a while. When it gets triggered, the sump's so big, I would like to not hear that thing running for as long as it runs. So <laughs> I might open it up and turn it up. So yeah, you take a couple scoops out, uh, screws out the back and there's a little knob there. But if you have a small tank, you may not want it to run very long, especially mm -hmm. if it's a safety trigger gets triggered. So uh, you can adjust it, you know, for a small tank, slow it down, for a large tank, speed it up. Number three, this is one of the ways that I do see the oscillator fail. Yeah, and this mistake is not cleaning the optical eye sensor on them. So we all know about cleaning mechanical flow, mechanical pieces. Uh, they get built up with salt creep, but what about the optical eye? Well, it does get creepy and it does get crusty, so you gotta clean it too. Yeah, it's generally submerged to some degree, so mm. a lot of the salt mix or crust on there will actually get washed off. But specifically, if you use it in a tank that, uh, like on the top of a, a sumpless tank where yep. algae and stuff can grow on it. So the biggest thing about the oscillator is I never have ever had one fail in the on position, which dump in water. Mm -hmm. But if it gets dirty, I've definitely seen it fail off. So periodically, make sure the optical eye is clean, maybe as part of monthly or even quarterly maintenance. Number four, I plug it in and spoots in the water. Yeah, this one bothered me for the longest time, but don't make the mistake of worrying about that small little 10 second runtime when you first plug the thing in. In most cases, especially like when we're talking about the Osmolator with 50 gallon plus sizes, that little 10 second water spurt's not gonna make a huge difference. It makes zero difference to your salinity. <laughs> and in fact, if you're worried about it, then we go back to uh, one of the earlier ones, which is just turn the speed of the pump down a little bit yep. so it doesn't make any meaningful impact, which of course it won't, it's too, much, uh, too little water. So don't worry about that initial spurt when you turn it on. Number five, uh, Kalkwasser is super hard on everything. Yeah, and I made this mistake myself when I was running Kalkwasser, and that is have a spare pump. So don't make the mistake of not having a spare pump. They're like 20, between 20 and 30 bucks. It's really cheap to have on, on hand, uh, especially if you run Kalk, which eventually will kill your pump. Yeah, I've seen people complain that uh, they only got a year's worth of use out of it mm. uh, uh, That's when it's sitting around in super high calcium alkalinity uh, <laughs> heat and yeah, and uh, really high base. Yeah, it's a really terrible environment for a pump to run in. So if you can get a year's worth of use out of it in that environment, great. But note that when you put Kalkwasser in your auto top off as part of your calcium alkalinity solution, you are going to wear out the pumps faster. So have one on hand just to know that you have that covered when it goes out. 
Number six, if you didn't follow the instructions. That was me. And I made this mistake of installing that optical sensor upside down. It's the very, very tip of that optical sensor that recognizes the water level. So if you have it upside down, it's got a long, longer way to travel. It's just do it the right way. Yeah, and it's unnecessary to submerge the seals and the ho or yeah. cords that way. Uh, they're uh, waterproof, but uh, anything sitting in salt water long enough. So why submerge them? So install it correctly and have the tip pointing down. All right, number seven. I don't know, I never do this, but I probably should. Yeah, so they include the extra magnets in the box, but don't make the mistake of not considering separating that float from your uh, optical sensor. We did that on the 160 because we were using a solenoid and a separate float valve. It's just an, uh, you can space out that redundancy. Yeah, so if you put it all in the same magnetic bracket, you have about an inch of water before it's triggered. If for some reason you wanted it triggered uh, later, you can actually separate out. They give you the magnets to do it, so you can have the optical eye here, and then you can really put the float trigger or the backup safety anywhere you want it. Number eight, some of the features are hidden. Yeah, so don't make the mistake of forgetting the solenoid and what it can do for you. Uh, this is one where, we, again, the BRS-160, we've got this thing hooked up, and you don't need to buy anything new. You just replace the pump and your 3155 with that thing. Yeah, so it is a solenoid, it does break. I wouldn't expect to get more than uh, a year or so out of these things, depending on how much, uh, uh, on and off, on and off, yeah. how many times it turns on and off. Also, like uh, if there's any calcium or anything in your water. But uh, definitely don't use it with Kelkwasser because it will jam pretty quickly in that case because it generates some heat. But know that you can just, instead of using a pump, you can just turn on and off water. And in our case, we have it hooked up directly to uh, the RO system, you know, combined with other redundancies like mm -hmm. a float valve and uh, like a leak uh, flow lock, uh, flow and, lock mm -hmm. other redundancies in, in check there. So as long as you use it wisely, you can actually use a solenoid to just shut water on and off and a totally different solution than using a pump. Number nine, what if I got an auto top off system and I need to pump water a lot farther than this guy goes? Yeah, so the mistake here is overlooking that switched socket outlet from Tunes. Uh, this allows you to use, again, the same optical controls and float controls, but use your own pump that you want, big, small, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you got a long ways to go, you got head pressure or anything like that, you can use any pump that you want, just plug it right into the switch socket. Number 10, I've made this mistake many times. I'm gonna make it again, <laughs> and I'll make it again next year. You can't stop me, uh, but I really wanna stop. Yeah, and the, that's making the mistake of, so you're doing maintenance or something, and your water level and your sump goes off, and now your tunes is screaming at you, so you go and plug it, and then you walk away and forget to plug it back in. Yeah, there's all kinds of natural uh, reasons for your uh, skimmer to, or your sump to have a little bit more water in it. The normal triggers the auto top off, uh, backup sensor, and it's making that buzz, you unplug it, and like, if you're like me, you just never remember to plug it back in. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and then your tank runs dry. So uh, there are actually, you can go back to one of the first things we talked about oh, earlier. Yeah. Uh, Move these sensors. So if you're a backup, that, it's the float that triggers that wild, crazy, loud alarm. So if you have them separated, maybe uh, you have it above your water level when you're doing maintenance or what have you, or maybe during that, if I'm gonna, so I'm not gonna forget, I just slide it up a little bit for that short period of time. Yeah, and if you do forget, now only things at risk is maybe uh, a few extra gallons of uh, you know fresh water. The salinity will change a little bit, but at least it's not totally off, off you yeah. know, if it were to ever fail. So you know, moving that is an option. Also, if you happen to have an aquarium controller like the Apex or anything else that has like a feed mode, you know, the ability to walk up and push you know feed mode C uh, yeah. and then uh, uh, like 
you know, maybe feed mode C to shut up my alarm. Uh, use <laughs> that shut up my alarm button, and then it'll automatically come back on in a little bit. All right, number 11, who likes push connect fittings? Me. And so the mistake here is uh, not picking up one of these 3 eighths to quarter inch uh, push connect unions. The 3 8 portion fits right over the pump outlet and the quarter inch now puts you at that uh, polyethylene RODI tubing. So it's kind of a little easier to run and you can use like brackets like Neat Aquatics to uh, really light straighten it out. All right, so if there's only one thing you heard today, let it be this. Yeah, for me, it is take a page out of the BRS lab and get that little union fitting. Make your ATO look really great. Don't worry about bended cords and bended hoses. That makes it 10 times easier. Actually, for me, it's not one you heard already. It's actually the failure of, I've tried a lot of ATOs in ah. the last uh, decade plus. Uh, and the only one that has never failed me in the on position, I've never flooded my tank, is the oscillator. So if anybody ever asked me which one they should get, it is this one. And it fails really considering the other mm -hmm. ones because you end up here anyway, just making this one more expensive. All right, so Thomas actually has a review of the oscillator you can check out right over here. But if you want to learn more about uh, the Tunes oscillator line, you can do it right here.